help us, I guess, sort out what the Bills are at this point. Uh, Bills beating sideline reporter, also host of the Extra Point Show, WGR 550 in Buffalo. So, like, here, we're, we've had these conversations, Sal, uh, about the Bills in just recent weeks on the show. You go, man, that's a team that's had high expectations for years. But I feel like they've gone from the, that's the next team up, that's the next quarterback up to, uh-oh, wait, are they are they taking a step back? Like, Right now, as we sit here in the middle of the offseason, Buffalo's 8-1 to to win the Super Bowl, only behind Kansas City and Philadelphia, plus 650 and 7-1. Like, what is just the overall feeling of the offseason that the Bills have had and then what this season could look like for them, too? Well, I think fans are still really kind of bitter about how the way last season ended and wondering, you know, how are you going to improve on those areas that really you just performed so poorly in the Cincinnati Bengals game, which are mainly offensive line and protecting Josh Allen and allowing Cincinnati to really just kind of have their way with them. But I think there were so many mitigating circumstances in that game. You know, I mean, as a guy who covers this team every single day, travels with the team, I will tell you, I think this team was so spent last year with everything that happened and yeah. you go to the snowstorms and the DeMar Hamlin situation and all of that. So I don't think it's fair necessarily to judge them from that game. But there were issues that showed up that they had to kind of you know go back and circle and say okay what do we have to fix here they did go out and really address the offensive line I think they did a good job of that they signed Connor McGovern from the Dallas Cowboys uh, they drafted Osiris Torrance they're still working on that Brandon Shell is a veteran swing tackle they brought in they have some other pieces as well so I think that that's one area they tried to improve they tried to get more weapons for Josh Allen and of course namely first round pick Dalton Kincaid right if you go back to a couple of years ago guys when Cole Beasley was really one of the best slot receivers in the league and everything just seems so easy for the Bills offense the Bills want to replicate that but now they're going to replicate it not with a five foot nine 175 pounder <laughs> they're going to replicate it with a six foot four 230 pounder which I think they feel that they can have you know really great matchups but I think people are really feeling good about you know, the roster where it is, especially knowing that it's going to be healthy. That's the big thing. For for three, four years, the Bills were the healthiest team in the league, essentially. Last year, they weren't. They lost Von Miller, obviously, on Thanksgiving. Tredavious White was gone for most of the year until he finally came back, and he still wasn't himself after tearing his ACL the year before. And then they lost Micah Hyde for 15, 16 games, really, uh, you know, second week of the year, basically. And then um, Jordan Poyer was in, in and out of the lineup. So I think that in itself will just make this team a lot better. Sal, last year they started the season so well. They had those two primetime games against the Rams and the Titans. They blew out both of those teams. They were the favorites coming into the season. And then those two performances, and there were talks like, is Buffalo going to go undefeated? Like, who's going to beat this team? I'm looking at the beginning of their schedule. They do have that game against the Jets week, which is going to be tough. After that, Vegas at home at Washington versus Miami. So the opening schedule is pretty favorable. The back half is very tough. Has there been talks just throughout the organization of really just being consistent as we can throughout the year and kind of finishing stronger headed into the postseason? Well, that's one thing the Bills have really been the last few years. Now, last year, I should say, a little bit, you know, different with everything that happened. But you take a look, guys. Take a look at last year's schedule. I'll pull it up right now. Um, other than the Cincinnati game that was canceled, they won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games in a row uh, heading into the playoffs. You go to the year before that, 2021, they won their last four games before they headed to the playoffs. They go to the year before, 2020, they won eight out of nine games. The only one they lost was the Hale Murray against the Arizona Cardinals. So I don't think this organization has any – um, issues or worries about how ready they'll be come, you know, they, they like to ramp it up. Uh, they were very good last year. It's really 
Actually, if you go back and look at last few years, one of the things we talked about a lot here in Buffalo, it's been the middle parts of the year where they've mm-hmm. been, they've struggled. They've really started off well. They've ended well. It's been those middle weeks where they've been really inconsistent over the last few years. So that consistency point, I think Sean McDermott would like to have, but I think he's very, very happy with how they perform towards the end of the season when things really matter and guys understand how they have to be playing their best football. I drafted Dalton Kincaid. He's 30-1 to to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. What type of role do you think he's going to have with this offense? I think he's going to be very impactful right away. And what I mean by that is I think that he's going to be the main slot receiver. You know, he is a tight end. I get it. But we can't think of him like a tight end. The Bills, as I said, want to, they, what they wanted to do is replicate Cole Beasley, but with a bigger matchup problem for other teams. They want somebody who can control the middle of the field. They were missing that last year. They were missing somebody who Josh Allen could just rely on to get the ball out of his hands and get it to right away. So it's even funny. Like, yes, he's a tight end. He's not going to play like a traditional inline tight end. That's really going to be more of Dawson Knox's role. Dawson's still going to catch passes, no doubt. But now the Bills have been referring to Dalton Kincaid as the F tight end, the flex tight end. And I think the funniest thing is even Brandon Bean coming out and saying how much they want to run 12 personnel with two tight ends. He goes, but even with Dalton, it's more 11 and a half personnel because he's actually more of a receiver and he is a tight end. So I think he's in for a, a really big role this year. Now, I guess... The question is, you know, how much he can handle as a rookie, right? How much are you going to keep on the field at three downs? Is it going to be more, you know, spot duty? Look, if this is a first-round pick they moved up to grab, this is a guy they've been really looking to try and have in their offense. You go back. Last year they signed O.J. Howard, uh, you know, didn't make the team. The year before that, Jacob Hollister. They went with Tyler Croft. They would have drafted T.J. Hawkinson if he had gone instead of, you know, going one pick earlier. So the Bills have been after this type of tight end for years, and now they finally have one with big assets. So I think that they're going to really use them. Sal, do you think uh, they make a move to get a receiver? Obviously, DeAndre Hopkins talks have been linked somewhat to the Bills as being one of the top teams that might go after him. Do you think even if they don't get him, that they might go after somebody else potentially? I think it's only DeAndre Hopkins, if anybody. Um, I mean, there could be a, a guy out there they feel can help on the bottom end of their roster, a veteran guy, like they did with Brandon Shell as a lineman. You know, I mean, they just they had two big moves this past weekend. They extended at Oliver, which is very surprising to a lot of people, but now we know why, because they used some of that money they freed up by extending him and moving money around to sign Leonard Floyd. That was the one spot they really needed to add and address is defensive end, edge rusher, especially with Von Miller's situation and not knowing if he's truly going to be healthy and ready to start the year. But at wide receiver, they could still use help. They could still use someone like DeAndre Hopkins. I don't think that they really would just go after anybody, though. I don't think that they could use somebody. Like, they, they signed Trent Sherfield. They signed Deontay Hardy. Um, they have guys on this roster, and Dalton Kincaid has to factor in here, like I said. So I don't think it's anybody in that area. It's had to be somebody like DeAndre. And I think why DeAndre or someone of his name and caliber is still appealing is as much as Gabe Davis has done some really nice things, guys, if something happened to Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis becomes your number one wide receiver. And he's done some really nice things, and he could be a number two. But to ask him to carry the wide receiver group I think is a lot, and I think that's why they'd still be in the mix for a guy like DeAndre Hopkins if they can get him. Yeah, there were certainly some high expectations for Gabe Davis after what we saw in the playoffs a couple of years ago with those four touchdowns. Uh, we saw him drop a lot of balls. Uh, I mean, look, this team has Super Bowl aspirations, and Josh Allen every year is talked about in the MVP conversation. At the end of the regular season, a couple of games, there's two of the last four where he was, you know, threw for under 200 yards. I know there were certainly injuries with this team. There's a lot of things obviously going on with the Bills. But Josh Allen specifically heading into this year, Sal, do, is he looked at as, okay, maybe somebody that's going to take the next step from where he was last year? Do you think that it's more of a, okay, he's peaked, that's who Josh Allen is? Where do you think a a season for Josh Allen will look this year? Well, I guess if he's peaked, that's a pretty good spot to peak at. He's still one of the best quarterbacks. 
the league, right? So we take okay. him to Washington. I'll tell you that, Sal. We'll take him right now. Yeah. Um, no, he's incredibly gifted. We know that. I think what happened last year, let's remember, guys, he also he had the UCL injury against the Jets, right, in week number nine, uh, week nine or ten, whatever that one was. And he really wasn't the same up until maybe around playoff week number one, maybe the last week of the regular season. Around there, he still couldn't make every single throw. But he was Josh Allen. He was going to go out there. And he was still going to you know, give everything he can. Um I think that people are looking at Josh Allen to have a better year than he did last year because he was a little inconsistent last year. But even then, he was still amongst the best quarterbacks in the league. So it's hard to expect. It's so amazing, right? These guys, you expect so much out of these guys who are the best at their position. How much more can they give you? But I think what you could expect from Josh Allen, because Brent, um, Sean McDermott has talked about this a lot, and Brandon Bean as well, you know, Josh can you know, understand how to take less punishment himself. Sometimes you have to protect him from himself. Um He's a great runner. We know that. And it's okay to run once in a while, but getting down, not taking unnecessary chances, taking a little beating on your body, that will help him in the short term and in the long term for you know him to be able to play many more seasons. So I think that's where the team wants him to take the next step is understanding how to utilize his own body a lot better through a 17-game season and into the playoffs so they don't have to worry about him taking unnecessary shots and not being available or ready. And again... As, as much as he had some dips last year, he still had a fantastic season. I just think maybe the consistency, especially after the injury, is where you'd probably look for him to get a little bit better this year. Sal, if you had a choice, I and mean, obviously we're a betting show here on BetMGM tonight, do you think the Bills to win the AFC East would be the better bet or the AFC title? Because we know how loaded the AFC is, but you get some more value there at plus 400. The AFC East is obviously a great division too, might be the second best division in football, second or third. Your thoughts on whether or not you like the AFC East better or, or the Bills taking a shot to win the AFC? Well, it's got to be the AFC East for a couple of reasons. I mean, the AFC, you're talking about so many teams that are so good with all these really good quarterbacks, right? And of course, the Bills haven't beaten the Chiefs in the playoffs, and they haven't beaten the Bengals in the playoffs. And every time they, you know, they've come close, those teams have beaten them. They've beaten them in the regular season, especially the Chiefs, obviously. Last two years, they've beaten the Chiefs in the regular season, and then they lose in the playoffs. But last year to the Bengals, obviously, but that's happened a couple of different times. So we know that. And I, I, I think it's hard. It's hard to win this conference. It's hard to win any conference. But um, with the loaded AFC. And then you have to look at the Bills' schedule, too. I mean, you know, the crossover divisions are tough this year. They're playing the entire AFC West. They're playing the entire NFC East, and most of those really hard games are on the road. They go to Cincy. They go to Kansas City. They go to Philadelphia. Those are really tough games. They go to the Chargers on the road. And as far as the AFC East is concerned, there's no doubt that the Jets and the Dolphins have closed the gap. I think it's a good debate on which team is better, which team is closer to the Buffalo Bills. But the Bills are still better, guys. And I want to remind everybody that even though the Bills lost to each of those teams last year, even though the Dolphins and the Jets both, both closed the gap, this is a great stat, I think. The Bills still won the AFC East by more games than any team won their division last year. They won the games <laughs> the AFC East by four and a half games last year. Um, so that just shows you that there was such a gap, and I think the biggest gap is at quarterback, and of course now you have Aaron Rodgers stepping in, and if Tua can stay healthy, which is obviously the big question for the Miami Dolphins. So is it possible one of those teams could pass the Bills? Sure. I just don't look at either of those teams and think they have nearly the overall roster and depth the Bills have, even if on, to, on the surface their top 22 are very, very good and they do have improvements, especially with the Jets at quarterback. Yeah, I mean, the, the AFC and the just the talent there is going to certainly be a storyline throughout the entire year. When you look at that win total, 10.5 for the Bills, you talk about that schedule, we talk about the AFC. Do you still like the over 10.5? I think I like him about 11 wins. I think the Bills should be able to get to 11. I think if you get to 10, you go 10 and 7. I think that might be disappointing for this team. They're still 
to me, they might have the best roster in the league. It's debatable. It's one of the top three or four at worst, right? So even though they're going to go into, you know, a lot of these tough games, honestly, guys, you probably know this more than I do. As of right now, what are the underdogs maybe in two games, three games this entire year and the early look-aheads, right? I mean, that's because they're still the Buffalo Bills and they still have Josh Allen and a really good organization and a really good, you know, what's going to be 53-man roster. So I, I think 11 wins is probably about where you can expect them to land. So I think Vegas has about right, but I would still go with the over, of course, the injuries and making sure everybody can stay healthy are always the X factor with any team. Um, but if they had over 11 wins, I think that'd be a, a, a good spot to say, okay, now can they get the number one seed? And that's going to be, that's the big challenge for this team. They haven't had the one seed. And if last year they got it because everything happened in Cincy and the game canceled, they didn't have the chance for that. Maybe they're talking about a different script and ending to their season because they have that week off and they needed a week off desperately. Um, they didn't get the one seed the year before. They had to go to Kansas City. They lose with 13 seconds left, right? So that's the one thing that's eluded them. But with this schedule, I think it will be tough because 11 wins might be about where they land. Yeah, there's no question the Bills went through things that no team or no athlete has ever gone through. Uh, so they certainly made it through that at least. High expectations again this year. Sal Capaccio, been too long. Glad to have you on, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Sal. Anytime, guys. Thank you.